the lake bed has high levels of arsenic, and I think it's mercury or something else that's a very harmful substance. But once the lake bed, if it keeps drying up, that's gonna be more open in the air. So that's basically gonna get lifted up into the air and we're gonna be breathing all that. Haley Morris, a geology senior at the U, says the toxic fumes will rise into the atmosphere as the lake bed continues to dry up. Arsenic poisoning can be extremely dangerous and in extreme cases resulting in death. Two million people in northern Utah are faced with the reality that a quarter inch of thin, crusty, dry lake bed is the only thing that is separating them from a toxic dust storm. Northern Utah will become uninhabitable once this thin lake bed cover erodes away. If this happens, residents of northern Utah will flee the state, and those who stay will succumb to arsenic poisoning. This is not speculation. We already know when a terminal lake is left to dry. Owens Lake in California annually emits 60,000 pounds of arsenic into the atmosphere and has the most toxic air in the U.S. Since the Great Salt Lake is 17 times smaller than Owens Lake, it could emit up to a million pounds of arsenic into the atmosphere. The tragedy of the situation is Utah's lawmakers know an environmental time bomb is ticking away and yet they have done nothing to prevent a calamity. Utah could prevent a catastrophe by simply closing the canals that divert water away from the Great Salt Lake. There are various ways individuals can help to prevent these issues. Individually, people can change their habits to help. Just basically looking at your own water usage within your house. You know, you're watering your lawns all the time, you're taking showers. Uh, you don't really think about too much your water usage, especially if you're renting. A lot of HOAs within the city that will fine you if you don't have green lawns. The lake itself does not have any water rights or water protections, which means that we can use all of the water that would normally recharge the Great Salt Lake upstream. Dr. Mackenzie Skiles, a geology professor at the University of Utah, says there are various species that will be affected if the water levels continue to decline. She also worries about the lack of water rights, which means that private individuals as well as agriculture have no requirement on how much water can be taken from upstream to benefit themselves. It's important for these water rights to be changed so the streams are able to continuously flow into the lake. Yeah, the Great Salt Lake is a critical ecosystem. You know, a lot of people know about the birds, but it, it also supports a number um, of other important ecosystems that are all intertwined, including the brine shrimp and unique plant life that survives around the Great Salt Lake. You know, not all of us think about like that's where we want to go hang out every day is near the Great Salt Lake, but it does, it is a big driver of tourism, especially for birding. Some collapses, uh, that's bad for the birds and it's bad for tourism. It's bad for everybody. Not only does the low water levels affect important species, Dr. McKenzie Skiles says that the healthy level of the lake is about 10 feet higher than the three feet of melted snow that was contributed to the lake this winter. is to preserve and protect the Great Salt Lake ecosystem uh, through education, research, advocacy, and the arts. And we do this by raising public appreciation and awareness of the Great Salt Lake. We have an overarching long-term goal where we would like to achieve comprehensive watershed management 
and restoration for the Great Salt Lake ecosystem. Executive Director of Friends of the Great Salt Lake, Linda Freitas, has a mission to protect and preserve the Great Salt Lake and the ecosystems that gather there. Education is very important to Freitas, and it's something that can affect the status of the lake. This nonprofit is highly informative and works extremely hard to bring the Great Salt Lake back to its healthiest form. Becoming educated and cautious of actions that affect the Great Salt Lake can help in amazing ways. There's a lot of work to be done, but in the meantime, there are so many ways individuals can help. This is Kana Boshart reporting.